Dental Associates of Northern Virginia redefine what it means to visit the dentist. Get top-quality, personalized support from committed experts who prioritize the well-being and satisfaction of you and your family. Care is centered on a highly personalized treatment plan backed by the trust and support of long-lasting relationships. Schedule your next appointment by visiting dental1-va.com slash offer slash SiriusXM. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Let the word go forth. Fool me once. Are you fired up? I'm not a crook. Are you ready to go? Shame on, shame on you. It's Abe Lincoln's Top Hat, hosted by Ben Kissel. Boom, we can't get fooled again. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here, hanging out with Fernando. Hello, Ben. And Travis Irvine. Hello, Ben. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you're doing well. We got another great episode for you. We're going to discuss white supremacy. Holy hell, these groups are getting larger, stronger, braver. Well, I mean, obviously, in their cowardice, but they're definitely <laughs> telling us who they are and where they are. Mm. So we must keep uh, a track of where these groups are going, what they're up to. We had a fantastic mm-hmm. Patreon interview with a couple who are authors of the book, The Hate Next Door. They infiltrated hate groups. And uh, it seems apropos that this Craig Robertson story happened basically immediately mm, after our right. interview. So we'll get into that. But let's just start with, again, the roundup of what's happening when it comes to presidential candidates. Obviously, we have Ron DeSantis, Tim Scott, Chris Christie. You've heard all the names before. <laughs> They're all in Iowa eating deep fried butter. Mm. Uh, I'm not I'm not a candidate yet. I'm not a candidate yet. I'm not a candidate. And you know for a fact, Chris Christie will be at the Iowa State Fair, whether he, whether he's campaigning or just eating. So let's talk about <laughs> another person that not a lot of people want to discuss because he's too American, even for Americans. <laughs> That's huh. it. That's what it is. The Tiger King. <laughs> the Tiger King. Joe Sif. Exotic. He, Joe Exotic gave an interview before being sent to solitary confinement. Ooh. He is not going to do well. Mm-hmm. Joe's a people person. Yes. He's such a people person. Yes. He, he turns straight men gay. Yeah. Oh. That requires people person attitude. Charisma plus. <laughs> so he was on the phone from a federal prison. It was arranged by a Netflix producer. Uh, it's about the Tiger King, obviously. But he was talking some real stuff. He was discussing how he's running for president currently from behind bars, which which means we might have at some point two presidents running for the Oval Office (laughs) from behind bars. Only in America, baby. Only in America. (laughs) This is what he had to say when it comes to legalizing recreational cannabis everywhere. He says, I think people have the right to freely consume cannabis. Plus, it's a smart business move. 
Joe Exotic's on it. It's simple. It's <laughs> that simple. He made a lot more sense than Vivek Ramaswamy, <laughs> who has said that Donald Trump is completely innocent and you should have to be 25 to vote. Jeez. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> he said he also, he says, I'm all for completely legalizing recreational cannabis everywhere. But you still can't transport it across state lines. Huh. Joe Exotic Aww. coming in with detailed Interesting. policy. <laughs> so we state need, revenue. State revenue. Like that's state a, revenue. Yeah. He says, we need to change that. It has been done legally with dispensaries, and every state needs to be able to profit from the tax dollars. Right there. Joe Exotic making more sense wow. than all of the people who are currently kind of front runners within the Republican and Democratic parties for president of the United States. Right. That's right. He's a sensible candidate. He's a people person and he's a tiger king. He <laughs> indeed is. And again, all he did was serve pizza with rotten meat on it, kill a bunch <laughs> of alligators, and maybe he wasn't too nice to, to some tigers. But you know what? But but also sometimes the tigers, but sometimes they were nice to the tigers. Yeah, he was, mm -hmm. he was trying. He, he was, was trying. trying. He was doing his best. Well, it seems mm -hmm. like he had a lot going on mentally. <laughs> yeah. And this is also Joe Exotic when it comes to justice, fairness, and equitable opportunities. He says, I served as a cop once. Mm. You imagine that getting pulled over by Joe Exotic. He's just on the back of a tiger. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God dang it. Officer Exotic's pulling us over. We're screwed. The littlest shorts. Hey, make sure not to hide the weed. He wants to see it so we can go. <laughs> how do you get, how do you serve as a cop once? I didn't know this was just a volunteer thing you could do. Yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger, I think, is a cop. Sylvester Stallone. No, was it, is it Sly or is it uh, uh, Steven Seagal? Steven Seagal. Yes. Louisiana. Yes. Now he's a Russian citizen, though. Yeah, that's true. There's a lot of people who are just like magically cops. He's <laughs> got a weird Elvis. Ooh, you're right. Between Joe Exotic and Elvis, I would rather be pulled over by Joe Exotic. <laughs> and oh, then yeah. he says, so he says, I served as a cop once. Back then, possession of anything under four ounces was just a ticketable offense in Texas. I believe it. That's oh, interesting. Different he times. says, I never quite grasped the fuss because it's been proven beneficial in the medical world. And can even find a substantial number of incidents on the internet where a person solely <laughs> high on marijuana, you cannot ever find a substantial number of incidents on the internet solely where someone was solely high on marijuana, caused an accident and took a life. I bet you'd never find that. Mm. Well, so he's, probably wrong. he's probably wrong there because, you know. People what? can't. People that are high do cause problems. But I, I, not I on just, sweet herb. I get the sentiment. <laughs> I get the sentiment. It's not alcohol. It's definitely not some of the crazy other stuff. You know. Now this is the interesting thing about Mister Exotic. Again, currently, I'm going to be purchasing a T-shirt, Exotic 2024, mm. because I think he might be the only candidate I like. <laughs> he says that he only dabbled in marijuana once. Oh, and he oh. says he didn't inhale. Unlike Bill Clinton. Who only hails in cigars after they've been inside of a woman's vagina. Hello. He says, yeah, I dabbled in marijuana once. And he says, here's a funny story for you. The only time I ever smoked weed was right after Travis died. Aww. Me? When did no, I die? His, his boyfriend. First, his, like first husband. Oh. Was it his husband or yeah, boyfriend? his first husband, yeah. Wow. Travis so Maldonado. That yes. was where he got his last name. Travis Maldonado. Yes, yeah. there you go. But, but I think, okay, Joe Exotic is probably more of an upper guy, and marijuana is more like a downer, right? Well, it like, depends. It, I, like my, downer. I like my, uh, which one do I get? It's, I get the uh, not indica. I get the sativa. Sativa, not indica, Ooh. not in the couch. Indica in the yeah. couch, no. I am the couch. They <laughs> say that I'm hiding in the couch. They don't know. I am the couch. This city is a couch. <laughs> he said his friend said it helped him clear his mind. 
And he says, they noticed I couldn't dream about him. So following their advice, I went to the gas station, bought a pipe, and procured some weed for one bowl. And then I found myself in my living room surrounded by John Rinky, my manager at the zoo, Anne McQueen, Jeff Lowe, and Lauren. After two hits, I was so stoned and paranoid that I erroneously thought Lauren was a was making passes at me. <laughs> See, this is my kind of guy. I like He's this so guy. Crazy. He's also already the youngest candidate for president between the two frontrunners. Yes, and of course, talk about someone who understands criminal justice reform as a man who's about to go into solitary confinement. Yes. He also talked about the two-tier party justice system two-party justice system he says the problem in this country is we have a two-party justice system we have a justice system for the rich and a justice system for the poor he's not right completely correct exotics experience with the uh, legal system has perhaps informed some of his ideas he says i've been waiting for a year and three weeks now i filed a motion a year and three weeks ago for a new trial and the judge refuses to answer it what he juxtaposes his position with Brittany Griner. Hey. Isn't that wow. interesting? So that's wow. another thing you bring up. So uh, not only prison reform, but he is a gay man. So he understands LGBTQ rights as well, Ben. Wow. He, well, he'll definitely, he's definitely someone on the, fo- he's on the tip. He's the tip of the spear. <laughs> <laughs> Very much. Absolutely. He criticizes current political leaders. He says the current politicians don't have a clue what's going on in the real world because they've never lived in the real world. They've always been politicians. So they're, this is what he says. So they're so out of touch with reality and what is going on in the real world. He's completely right. Wow. He's not. He's literally preaching. He's a preaching. presidential <laughs> campaign and exotics vision for a great America currently, again, serving a lot of time in a federal prison. Right. He says, if I die in here, I'm going to go in the history books and hopefully laws should be changed because I'll be the first presidential candidate to die innocent in Mm. federal prison. Wow. This is amazing. (laughs) He says, our system is so corrupt and so backwards that nobody can get the right help. Nobody can get the right justice. And they're taking it out on innocent people because they can't get to the politicians. Wow. Wow. Joe Exotic 2024. My God. I mean, he says uh, he's got a 10-year sentence right now. (laughs) He says, I'm going to say what nearly 200 million people in this country are scared to say. It's time to clean up Washington. Okay, who could do it better than a man who ran a very, very dirty, kind of illegal zoo for tigers? (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) My issue is I wonder how much Joe Exotic cared before. He was running. That's why he got in. To be honest, it was a political hit job. They oh. set him up. The Carol Baskin okay. thing wow. was all recorded. Bitch, they set him up. bitch, Carol Baskins. They literally, the question to him was, would you kill Carol Baskins? And he's like, yeah, with a grenade. And they're like, that's just threatening her life. But they set him up because he pissed off the sheriff. Because oh, the right, sheriff right, was harassing right. him. And he oh. ran for sheriff. And then the sheriff came after him. This oh, political hit job. Gosh. So exotic. Whoa. He really is, in some ways, certainly in his own mind, and in a portion of my mind, my mind too, yeah. he, is my a politi- mind too. he is a political criminal when it comes to international policy. This man is behind bars and he's thinking more about international policy than most of the people running for president that are not. He says he is a nationalistic and self-preservation. He asserts that Americans should prioritize domestic issues, including economic struggles, 
and climate change. Again, love right. this man. Everything he says, I'm I'm on game and I'm on board. And he says he is a staunch belief that the American tax dollars should primarily benefit American citizens. As we're going to send mm-hmm. another 20 billion bucks over to Ukraine. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on with all the money. A lot of that money seems to be going away, right. disappearing. It's for missiles. We know what it's for. I know it's for <laughs> missiles, but cluster show, bombs. Show me the plumes, Lebowski. <laughs> okay, no, no, Ben. No, I don't want I don't want to see the plumes. He also suggests $50 a month for non-citizen Social Security tax for immigrants, which would contribute to the American health care system. His proposal, a five-year time frame for immigrants to gain citizenship or an alternative of three years of military service. Again, not reform. Bad. Yeah. A man with a plan. Wow. Really? The, I mean, honestly, if we just took these quotes mm-hmm. and we attached them to any person running. Yes. Yeah. Like, I like this guy. I'd be like, that's Joe Exotic. Whoa. <laughs> Isn't that nuts? <laughs> and and above all, the, he if you look at pictures of him, he's a man that chooses to be happy. He's, he's in, working on yeah, it. No, but I mean, you get the he's always standing next to some sexy prison guys and yeah. he's smiling. And those boys are smiling too. He right. sadness is a choice, and Joe does not choose it. I, I, you know, wow. I agree with you. He's not living in the he's he's not letting the time do him. He's doing the time. Yeah, right. Absolutely. And if he wants to clean up Washington, what better way to do it than to serve Congress pizza with rotten meat on it? Please flush him right out. <laughs> Take him out from the inside. Much like myself, I uh, made a massive mistake and had uh, flaming hot Cheeto wings. And, oh, wow. Uh, it's been yeah, 48 hours. Let's just say that my uh, belly is a little <laughs> bit of a microcosm of what's going on. Between Russia and Ukraine. So <laughs> he elaborates. He said, why should anybody from Mexico or Guatemala or Pakistan or China or Japan come here and not have to sacrifice anything and still not be an American citizen? My dad fought for freedom, for our freedom in, in Korea. So his father was with my grandfather in the Korean War, the Forgotten War. <laughs> so why should you have to pay for somebody to come from another country to get free health care. Interesting. So he's towing both lines. He says, you can come here, but you better do some service. Right, right. He, he You could tell he doesn't understand immigration, but he the sentiment is right. He wants, you know when you went he wants a path. He wants a path to legalization. He him. does. And on that path, he wouldn't put a bunch of uh, disgusting. Yeah, the, 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 saw ma- the yeah. saws that the uh, that, uh, floating water put on the yeah. floating bubbles oh. there. Which was, again, just speaking of saw. I mean, it is straight out of a horror film. When it comes to animal rights, he fancies himself an animal enthusiast. He defends his decision to call his facility a zoo rather than a sanctuary, asserting that he's always providing a safe haven for animals and not exploiting them. He says, I had the most beautiful privately owned zoo in the world. Anybody who ever complained about my cages being too small, all they had to do is donate money to build bigger cages. So he's a little bit not taking full responsibility (laughs) because it was his zoo and it was not up to us to make the cages bigger. Right, right. So, you know, it was his like all like all people running for president. Isn't he just human? (laughs) Right. And flawed. But that's so. a good place to be flawed, just in in the logistics of things. I don't want him to be flawed on education yeah. or yeah. or borders. No, no. no. I mean, he, I I don't know how to run a zoo. Who knows how to run a zoo? Well, <laughs> I mean, people. I mean, a lot of people. And, oh yeah, the zookeepers. Well, yeah, that's zookeepers fine. and the people who kind of run zoos. Yeah, uh, legally there. Um, but he says, <laughs> but he says when it comes to when it comes to personal autonomy. He says, I believe that you are your own body and that you have the right to pursue whatever you want for your body as long as you don't hurt someone else. 
So that sounds like abortion and uh, and gender affirming care if they if they Thank choose. you, LGBTQ yeah. rights, exotic vocal LGBTQ guy. Yep. Yep. He says, I don't know why the hell I'm gay, but I fight every day. And I've been, I've been gay for 57 years. <laughs> you see? And the thing is, with his experience in drugs, he probably doesn't see people who use drugs as criminals. He'd yeah. probably understand how, you know, healthcare reform and how we bring justice to that system. Well, perhaps. Let's not extrapolate too far here. Um, <laughs> although the quote is, I don't know why the hell I'm gay. I fight it every day and have for 57 years. So he, the cock, sometimes he doesn't want the cock, but the cock wants you. <laughs> oh, what so there you go. Well, he doesn't blame the meth like his first husband, at least. Well, I think his first husband is just dead. Yeah, that's Travis. Yeah, he's dead. <laughs> so he, he, Travis Maldonado. No, lastly, right, right. Joe Exotic says, I've lived my life being exotic, but it's about standing up for what you believe in, being yourself, not caring what anybody else thinks. I am who I am. You love me or you hate me. Ooh. So Joe Exotic. I love it. The uh, potentially the first presidential candidate to be campaigning from prison, followed by... A man who, uh, speaking of flaming hot Cheetos, kind of looks like one mm. in Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah, and he'll mess up your stomach just as bad. <laughs> yes. Dental Associates of Northern Virginia redefine what it means to visit the dentist. Get top quality personalized support from committed experts who prioritize the well-being and satisfaction of you and your family. Care is centered on a highly personalized treatment plan backed by the trust and support of long-lasting relationships. Schedule your next appointment by visiting dental1-va.com slash offer slash Sirius XM. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. So let's just play a clip of someone who is was considered a front runner, and let's move on to what's happening in Iowa. This is Ron DeSantis. So from let's just again think about all those quotes and then don't think about Joe Exotic and just say, oh, that was kind of reasonable. Right. Because this is a man who desperately wants to be president. Doesn't seem like it's going to happen. But for months and months and months, he was considered almost a shoe in Mm. for the Republican uh, nomination. So let's just play Ron DeSantis desperately trying to seem human. Like, they're like, people in Iowa thank you for coming to Iowa. 
to think we're welcoming in Florida, but you know, it's like such a big state, you know. You can, but you know, but it's that Florida. Happen, <laughs> so, again, wow. a man who made <laughs> Iowinians, who I love, but let's just say not the most exciting people. <laughs> no. They made him seem like he was boring. <laughs> How is it possible that he was hanging out? These were not like young people who were just at, coming out of a Slipknot concert. They're from Iowa. Young. <laughs> These are older people, all just totally fine hanging out. And all he talks about was wanting to get out of there and how late it is. <laughs> it reminds me of what sunk uh, H.W. Bush's campaign in 91. Uh, he was running and he continually looked at his watch during a oh, debate. Yes. He's yawning. He's yeah. looking at the watch. Yeah. And Bill Clinton is up there looking spry mm -hmm. and just like, I could talk for hours. Do, 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 plain sex. This is, yeah. <laughs> this is that, but just in normal conversation. Right. You ha right. He can't even hang out at a <laughs> right. fundraising event with Iowans. They're too much. They have too much energy for him. They're too crazy for him. My they deep yeah. fry butter. Instead of checking his watch, he just keeps asking, what time is it? What time is it? I'm not a pumpkin yet. I'm not a pumpkin yet. I can't call my wife. She's a pumpkin. So he showed up at the Iowa State Fair, and the people that he spoke to, perhaps they showed up as well. There was some people with megaphones and cowbells. It's actually a fantastic event. If you have a chance to go, it is like... It's a fever dream. I would actually like to do the Iowa State Fair trip and balls. <laughs> Definitely just like take a right and you're just like, what the fuck? Yeah, right. It's just, it's uh, just the Nikki, Nikki Haley, Nikki Haley deep throating a corn dog. You're like, wow. <laughs> Sounds like you're a victim of MK Ultra. Be like, and then Nikki Haley put ketchup all over her and she dropped ketchup on her boop. <laughs> and then Mitt Romney said, uh, corporations are people, my friend. Uh, I didn't know what to do. You can really have this hinder or help your campaign mm -hmm. in Iowa. It's certainly that quote certainly hurt Mitt Romney in 2012. Corporations are people, my friend. That was one of the reasons he seems so disconnected from the working class. This yeah. is another reason why Ron DeSantis seems disconnected from just normal human beings. So as he showed up to the Iowa events, the chance for Ronda fascist. And then they also, <laughs> on the megaphone, well-ringing cowbells, called him Pudding Fingers. That's really funny. <laughs> Pudding Fingers. <laughs> Pudding Fingers. Uh, yes, indeed. So DeSantis's event, it was actually sort of hindered as well by this gal, Heather Ryan. Now, Heather Ryan, she has a political action committee, and it's called Bitches Get Stuff Done. And, <laughs> it's it. and it supports abortion rights. So <laughs> they went everywhere with DeSantis and constantly heckled him. Uh, there was another dude who was aligned with uh, DeSantis' super PAC, never back down. And he tried to stop the noise. He's tried to do everything. He unsuccessfully tried to knock the megaphone out of uh, Heather Ryan's hands. <laughs> Woo. Wow. DeSantis then gave the remarks. People like that, he said, referring to the two protesters drowning him out, or what's holding this country back. Oh. So he was upset. Okay. And a handful of uh, veterans gathered. They erupted in applause, but the event was uh, basically hurried and finished far before it was supposed to. DeSantis is, a, is supposed to appear at events in several other Iowa towns as part of his 99-county tour before attending the state fair on Saturday. Ugh. So Oof. it wow. is going to be a shit show in <laughs> Iowa 
as it continues to uh, get closer and closer to the bell tolling when it comes to making the decision on who is the nominee for the Republican Party. There is one reason why some of the people have not been um, able to uh, qualify for the debate stage yet. It's because one of the qualifications for the debate stage is to sign a pledge that says inevitably you will support the Republican nominee. The blood oath. (laughs) The most recent Republican to say, fine, I'll sign it, is Tim Scott. So he is going to be on the debate stage. Mike Pence said he'll also ink the requirement to qualify. So, again, nothing these people say is real. If Donald Trump does end up winning the nomination, Mike Pence will vote for him. They all will. So Scott said, I look forward to sharing my positive, optimistic message on the GOP debate stage in Milwaukee with the image of the signed Beat Biden Pledge. Hmm. Uh, Mm. Pence has also signed the loyalty pledge. Uh, He says, I'm more than happy to meet the criteria. I am confident and I'll have to be able to find the support for the Republican nominee, especially if it's me. (laughs) (laughs) So there you go. You definitely did that. So Scott and Pence will now be joined on the debate stage with Ron DeSantis, Vivek Ramaswamy, who is only getting crazier, yeah. Nikki Haley, and Doug Burgum, again, the man who just paid a bunch of people to support him. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with Vivek. He's getting some national notoriety now. But he, again, as we talked about in the last episode, his freaking Instagram posts, talking straight to the camera from his car, like, I don't know, like a, like a stepdad who's, who's trying to seem cool or something. I have no clue what the hell he's up to. He's just freaking batshit. Yeah. Yeah. He, well, again, it's like he's uniquely unqualified to even be seeking the office of president. Right. And the interesting irony of all of this is Donald Trump has said he would not sign the pledge. So that's why Trump <laughs> probably won't be on the debate stage. Wow. He says, I wouldn't sign the pledge. Why would I sign a pledge? There are people on there that uh, that, that I don't even know should be there. I would have. Uh, yeah, he's just like, no, he does just he's such yeah. a jackass. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Chris Christie has also panned the RNC pledge, but he has signaled again that he will sign it to get on the debate stage. Right. Hmm. Of course. What a bunch of cowards. Uh, Christie says, I took the pledge in 2024 <laughs> just as seriously as Donald Trump took the pledge in 2016. Um, so this is all being done by RNC chairwoman Rana McDaniel. In April, she decided to mandate the pledge that you'll support the GOP nominee, no matter who it is. Hopefully, it's Joe Exotic. Well, if you're the GOP, you saw how the, the Democrats destroyed themselves by not unifying under a candidate. And they, they understand that it's just something that has to be done. Once oh, we get sure. a, once they get a nomination, you know, it's like all these votes have to go or we're, we'll mess up and we'll lose yeah. a candidate. Well, that is one th- interesting thing about the Republican Party. They do coalesce around their candidate, uh, whether they like him or not. They have something yeah. the Dems probably could learn uh, learn a thing or two about, I suppose. Yeah, certainly a lesson from 2016. But, you know, then there are also famous Republicans who didn't vote for Trump. I mean, I think John Kasich wrote in Mike Pence and, and uh, you know, there's just certain people who just. The thing is, now, I the thing is, I didn't vote for Donald Trump. I wrote in somebody worse. Yes, exactly. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is that, I mean, I'd be hard pressed to believe that they would all unify under. I mean, I, they're going to do it because they signed the pledge, but like. Or they uh, won't. Uh, I mean, uh, what the fuck does it even yeah, mean? Exactly. Right. But like behind R- R- Swami, like that guy, what is he talking about? Like the, the post you were talking about, the rule of law thing. I don't the, know. It's, again, it's that 
persecution complex that a lot of Republicans have, but only one of them is actually being actively persecuted. The yes. rest of them are just kind of like by proxy. So so there's a few uh, people that want to run for president that have qualified for none of the three requirements. That's Larry Elder, the guy who tried to uh, get rid of Newsom out here. We have some Newsom DeSantis. We'll talk about that in a second. And Will Hurd. Uh, he also is not qualified for anything when it comes to people who have qualified for two out of three. Francis Suarez, again, the Miami mayor, Perry Johnson, a Michigan businessman and Asa Hutchinson. They just haven't raised enough money. Aww. So they, uh, they so need they a billionaire. Can, yeah, they. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, they need to find their billionaire. You see, Swami could have just, Ron Swami, I always say his name wrong. He could have just funded those guys and better play. I don't know what the hell he's doing <laughs> anyway. Well, speaking of the Iowa State Fair and some of the heckles, Mike Pence had an interesting anti-heckle. Oh, like a compliment. You kind liar. of a compliment, <laughs> but also kind of like, thank you, but also, wow, what a world. Huh. Uh, he was attending the <laughs> Iowa State Fair. And somebody shouted while he was speaking, I'm glad they didn't hang you. Oh, so isn't okay. that nice? Oh, okay. Why is it why they nice. thank you all thanking out so much? <laughs> that so is sweet. very nice. That's such a difference from all the people who were yelling, hang Mike Pence. Yeah, yeah, because this guy yeah, says, yeah. oh, I'm happy they didn't hang you. Oh, that's so sweet. Mother, they were very nice to me today at the Iowa State Fair. <laughs> One man said that they were happy that they didn't hang me. Uh, but a lot of Trump supporters just said, Pence is a traitor. Oh, and then okay. another person yelled, you are far from a Christian. Oh, <laughs> wow. Dear. Oh, and no. I, I was also reading an article where there were some Trumpers that called Jesus weak oh. and woke. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, Jesus was really woke. He was the epitome of woke. Yes. Yes. And then during a Q&A, Pence was asked, quote, why did you commit treason on January 6th? That's funny. And then, oh, he, and then it gosh. was, how has your life how has life treated you since Tucker Carlson ruined your career? So oh, isn't that nice? That's a little wow. bit too honest. Too How honest. has life been for you since Tucker Carlson ruined your career? Now, that is interesting because I know we've kind of talked like the Democrats are trying to move away from Iowa being their first contest. But this, to me, really speaks as to why Iowa should remain the first place all these assholes have to go you're gonna get heckled you're gonna screw up and you're gonna eat a bunch of hot cheese you and <laughs> okay. i mean uncomfortably again if you haven't and i'm sure most of you probably haven't but caucus it's a great documentary it follows yeah. michelle bachman and her very gay husband marcus <laughs> bachman <laughs> and just what happens it's it's good to understand mm -hmm. again yeah. these are representatives of the people right and the people of iowa are a unique bunch and uh they have power just like everybody else Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, so, yeah, it's like, I'm happy they didn't hang you. You're not even a Christian. I mean, it's <laughs> yeah, just a right. whiplash. It's a whiplash. <laughs> that's, that's the thing about a caucus. It's all in the hands of who shows up. That's yes. who wins. Absolutely. So uh, the Iowa State Fair, it's going to be great. Um, obviously, it's got fried Twinkies. They also do a bunch of farm animals uh, made out of butter. Oh, yeah. uh, which is pretty sweet. I don't know if you ever saw that there. <laughs> oh, Chris Christie, wait, don't don't eat the giant cow. Don't it's, eat it's, made the, of, it's made out of butter. Oh, don't eat the giant cow. No, the fat jokes won't stop. Uh, when it comes to Chris Christie, a man who is such a fucking colossal piece of shit, I truly, I think he might be my, I, I think he might be the one I dislike the most. Mm -hmm. I really mm. hate him. Yeah. I really, truly hate He's that just fucking so drifter. Mm -hmm. He's so like, disingenuous. I remember you and I watching when he had his new book out last year. We were watching TV. He was on Bill Maher talking shit about Trump. And then we flip over and he's on Fox News saying, yeah, I'll vote for Trump if he's the nominee. It's like, 
shut. Have I, some scruples. Please, God. Uh, yes, indeed. Have some scruples. That would be fantastic. You can follow it up with a couple of croissants if that makes <laughs> you feel better. <laughs> so over the next few days, again, it's going to man next next four years from now, Trav. Mm. We're taking a bunch of fucking mushrooms and going down there. Okay. I would invite you, Fernando, but it might get sketchy. <laughs> yeah, too dark for them. <laughs> <laughs> now, may I have, uh, what are you? <laughs> Over the next few days, Ron DeSantis, Tim Scott, Vivek Ramaswamy, Mike Pence, Nikki Haley, uh, and even some others will be there, including Republican Governor Kim Reynolds. Mm. So if you want to go have a time. Uh, wow. Chris Christie, unfortunately, isn't coming to town. Ooh. Yes, he's skipping it. He's skipping it. Uh, I, apparently he and the um, apparently he and the governor of Iowa don't like each other. Hmm. So Chris oh, Christie doesn't that. even have Chris Christie making enemies. Yeah. <laughs> also, but I thought he was like to tell it like it is, guys. So he but he's not going because he doesn't like the governor. <laughs> so he'll really stand up to Vlad. And world leaders. He doesn't like the governor of Iowa, Kim Reynolds, so he doesn't want to go to the wow. state fair. Yeah, God, so I can't come to Iowa. I got to go to Ukraine because they actually like me over there. He is just one of. He is the worst. I just again, just if you don't understand why I loathe him so much, just go through his history and you'll see. Hypocrite, just a complete hypocrite. He's horrible. All right. Well, just lastly, before we get to this. Was very uh, interesting, horrifying story of the white supremacist movement. Gavin Newsom and Ron DeSantis, they have decided to do a surprise debate. I oh don't understand how this is. If I, okay, so Peter Thiel, he's the tech billionaire. Very rich. He uh, opened last year's National Conservatism Conference in Miami. It was a slideshow about Democrats that he would like to see nominated for president or what would happen if they were nominated for president. And he focused a lot on Gavin Newsom in California. Mm -hmm. So uh, according to Peter Thiel, he says Governor Ron DeSantis in Florida is probably the best governor in terms of offering a real alternative to California. And then he tried to he was the one who tried to tackle California in some ways. So, again, this national narrative of Florida versus California. What? is now coming to the debate stage with Gavin Newsom and Ron DeSantis. If I am, uh, it's going to be debated. Apparently, it's going to be hosted by Sean Hannity. And uh, I don't, if you are Ron DeSantis at this point, it's a no-brainer, say yes. But if you're Gavin Newsom, this guy is polling at 20 fucking percent. He's a laughing stock. Why would you even want to be seen with him? Well, I actually think it's the opposite. I think, you think Gavin, so? yeah, because Gavin Newsom's already gone on Sean Hannity, and they were like having like remember, yeah, it was good. It was really good. It was pretty good. This is why this is why Fernando is in the new the gruesome Newsom camp, you know. And Ben and I saw Sean Hannity destroy James Carville at Politicon back in 2019. James Ugh. Carville just phoned it in. Literally, he was Literally. Just watching the LSU game on his phone. LSU football, 14 points. So aggravating. But Gavin Newsom was going tit for tat with Sean Hannity. And here's a situation where if you're Ron DeSantis, I don't think you gain anything from this. You're going to get your ass kicked Absolutely by Ron ass kicked. By, uh, by Gavin Newsom yeah, first. Man. But then you also got to think that Sean Hannity, he's a Trump fan. He's not a Ron DeSantis fan. He's there to embarrass Ron DeSantis as well. Uh, that's a solid point. They're pitting this as California versus Florida. But that's the problem with their entire system. Both right. are wrong. Well, <laughs> Florida's wrong. California's wrong. We need to have a bit of both. 
I think the real supervillain here is Peter Thiel. This guy, yeah. Peter Thiel, is the same guy who paid and JD Vance, yeah, of course, the but, man. But yeah, yeah he, he paid JD Vance. Right. But not only that, he also uh, paid the guy who created Ethereum. I forget the the Russian dude's name, but Peter Thiel has had his hands in trying to control the economy and trying to, you know, kind of get control of uh, Americans and where American sentiments are going in a lot of ways. So by paying for this debate, he kind of says, okay, he decides who's going to be the winner in this or, you know, he basically the, the debate decides the winner and then he knows who to fund. Right. Yeah, and don't and don't forget Peter Thiel before he financed JD Vance's Senate campaign last year. He was also one of the initial billionaires who backed Trump back in 2016. He was right. a Trump billionaire. Also, if you watch the the um, great documentary on Hulk Hogan versus Gawker, I believe mm. that Peter Thiel was the one who paid for Hulk Hogan's legal fees, yes. um, which was uh, very contentious when it comes to the First Amendment. Gawker certainly colossal pieces of shit, mm-hmm. um, but that's kind of why the First Amendment is there. But he, to your point, Fernando, yeah, he has been using his money for a long time to manipulate mm. and get in and just a get lot. in with powerful people and align with powerful people. Yeah, this is according yeah. to Justin Clark, Trump's 2020 deputy campaign manager. Uh, he says it's a decent idea because Ron DeSantis has to find a way to break through and make some news on his own. That's not about Donald Trump. He mm. says uh, this does carry some risk. It's not a Hail Mary, but it's going for it on fourth down late in the first half. So hmm. uh, perhaps uh, if you're Newsom, you say no harm, no foul. I can smoke this guy. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, absolutely. If Ron does some, I, I just, the thing about Gavin Newsom, yes, he is. is he looks as sleazy as he is, but uh, he knows how to speak. And, yes. and, his and he's charming. It to, I mean, the snake to me, but anyway, go yeah, on. But his, uh, yes, he's a snake, but the, 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 the things coming out of his snake mouth are good policies, and at least he has policies compared to Until Ron. he's taking the water rights away from the Native Americans, <laughs> and he's opening his restaurant while closing other people's restaurant and abusing the you know taxpayers and giving PPP loans to businesses and forgiving those loans, but not for private citizens. Yada sure. yada yada. But then, yeah. of course, we have on the flip side Ron DeSantis, who is putting Prager U into the schools, saying slavery was a good thing for blacks, abolishing abortion, uh, so on and so forth. So right. I understand. Yeah. I would lean towards Newsom in this battle yeah. of fucking. Jack- Jackasses. Right. And again, yes, it is 100%. It's going to be three jackasses on your screen being <laughs> their most jackassiest. But at least Just, in news. Why can't case, we get Joe, Joe Exotic's got to zoom in? He's got to zoom in from prison, from <laughs> oh. solitary confinement. But I, you know, Newsom, if he does completely screw this up, he's got four years to fix it, right? He's not going for president this year. But if Ron DeSantis loses this, it's game over, dude. Game over, True. man. True. Which Good is point. which is why it doesn't really make sense to me why Ron would do this. Again, maybe there's just there's no the campaign, the Ron DeSantis campaign is completely disconnected from who Ron DeSantis is. Like, for example, with the mm, Iowa thing, yeah. you know, he's sleepy at 7 p.m. Eastern or I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. If he's, if yeah. he's asleep, that's what he was saying. Why yeah. wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you then make it earlier? Just knowing that the guy's going to be tired. You can't change everything. <laughs> but there's right. still time. But <laughs> like you can't be like, it's 8 p.m. Let's do it at three. If people have jobs. I mean, right. If we if it comes to I, I too. But you make a yeah, solid point as well. I mean, put him in put him in situations where he can shine. 
I don't. And to your point, Travis, Hannity also doesn't like Ron DeSantis. So it's going to be it's not going to be two against one. It's Ron DeSantis against himself, to be honest. Truly, And then against Um, Newsom, who knows how to talk. And then Hannity, whose job is to try to, like, knock you off your two feet every time. According to Jared Leopold, he's a Dem strategist. He says uh, there's some risk, but there's also a potential reward for who? uh, For Newsom. Oh, okay. He says going into the lion's den and coming out unscathed again to Travis's point. I think Hannity and Newsom probably like each other more than Hannity and DeSantis. Yes. Newsom, right. He says Newsom is basically agreeing to do this on DeSantis's turf. And again, I don't know if I don't think Fox News is really DeSantis's turf. And he says right. and it's going to take a lot of prep. But if he can go in and he can clearly state his case, despite the stacked odds, it can be a huge win for him. And it's a big stage. So. It'll right. be interesting. Oh, what time yeah. is it? Well, it's right. too late I mean, for the bank. I'm not a pumpkin. I'm not <laughs> a pumpkin yet. I'm is, not a pumpkin. It does seem a little bit like the political version, though, of Nate Diaz fighting Jake Paul. Yes. Because it's not <laughs> it's not like really for anything. <laughs> but right. not evenly right. matched either. Well, and also, yeah. I mean, you think about Sean Hannity and, and Gavin Newsom both have something in common is that they've both probably seen Kimberly Guilfoyle's tits. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry, go. Ron. Honk, sorry, honk. Ron. Honk, honk. That'll be great. So they're going to talk about education, abortion rights, uh, social media, things of that nature. It'll be interesting. And uh, again, we shall see what happens and whatever is going on here. Without a doubt, the one thing we do know is it's all just for ratings. Well, it is. So they're trying to get some eyeballs on their product. Their product in this case is Fox News. And does this help the American people at all? I uh, probably not. Ratings is right. This is Tupac and Biggie. This is East Coast versus West Coast. Do not it's... offend Tupac and Biggie, please. <laughs> but you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the, goal is, the goal is just to draw, like you said, ratings. It's just getting numbers, getting people eyes in those seats, eyes in those, you know, those links. So this eyes is based, on those butts. Eyes on those butts. So, yes, from the DeSantis side, they're, this is their what they're saying. This is a memo that came out. They say the left wants America to follow the path of California's decline. Ron DeSantis wants to reignite the American dream, restore sanity, and ensure our nation's best days are ahead. So that's going to be his positioning. Uh, It'll be interesting, I suppose, when it happens. And we'll probably get a couple of good sound bites. (laughs) For sure. Pudding. This is all you can ask for. Hopefully they talk about some of the people that are suffering uh, all across this country. Or they just keep it to superficial BS where they just make fun of each other a bunch. Guys, guys, I've never seen Kimberly Guilfoy's tits. Can you calm down, please? <laughs> yes. And obviously the entertainment factor, they also discuss uh, from the entertainment perspective. They say, uh, I watched the 2016 debates with popcorn. That's what one operative yep, said. Yep. So probably, yeah, just for the entertainment factor, this will mm-hmm. get some attention. So, mm-hmm. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Well, I guess you can decide. Dental Associates of Northern Virginia redefine what it means to visit the dentist. Get top quality, personalized support from committed experts who prioritize the well-being and satisfaction of you and your family. Care is centered on a highly personalized treatment plan backed by the trust and support of long-lasting relationships. Schedule your next appointment by visiting dental1-va.com slash offer slash Sirius XM. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts 
to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. And just lastly, on people who are going to be running for office, uh, ex-Trump attorney Michael Cohen is considered running for Congress. Oh, we'll uh, keep you updated if that <laughs> cool. goes any further, because oh, what a fucking another nightmare. convicted felon. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of absolute psychos, let's talk about this. Uh, there was a deadly shooting. It occurred in Provo. It was around 615 in the morning. Feds tried to serve an arrest warrant and search warrants at a home for this dude in Salt Lake City. This guy's name was Craig Robertson. He was a Trump supporter, very vocal on social media. And basically, he provoked the uh, federal government to come and kill him. I almost think this is suicide by cop in some ways. Mm. Um, He had been posting a bunch on social media talking about how he's dusting off his guns and he's ready to die in, in a firefight. Um, So basically what happened was an FBI agent, uh, the spokesperson says that one person was struck by gunfire and had died. It was an agent involved shooting. The FBI takes all shooting incidents involving our agents or task force seriously. But this man is uh, indicative of a much larger issue, which is radicalized people Mm -hmm. who are considering now in this case, obviously Donald Trump being their tulpa, being their guru. He self-described himself as a mega Trumper. He was facing counts of interstate threats, a threat against the president and obviously in Joe Biden and impeding and retaliating against federal law enforcement officers by the threat. There's a bunch of pictures of him cosplaying as yep. a soldier who's about to go. Um, they, he looks exactly like the soldiers that got that poor boy out, that Cuban boy from way back in the day in the oh, 90s. Wow. Oh, what, what was his name? Elian, uh, Elian Gonzalez. Elian yes. Gonzalez. <laughs> he literally <laughs> is dressed just like one of them. Um, wow. He's covered in camouflage. He's alone in the woods. I don't know who's taking these pictures, but he's just like alone in the woods covered in moss. I mean, he had to set up a phone stand. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. because no one's going out there with him in that weather. Um, And uh, there's no word who, what group he is a part of. But obviously he became radicalized on social media. And these Mm. hate groups out there are just on the rise. Uh, There's a new group out here, these new neo-Nazi groups. uh, They call themselves Pine. That is the People's Initiative of New England. Oh, Recently, there was some high floodwaters and there was some property damage. So this group showed up to clean up and uh, clear debris, uh, help out passing out water bottles and things of that nature. Pine describes itself as a grassroots effort founded to advocate for for and advance the interest of New Englanders. However, it sounds okay. This might not be bad. Yeah, it's like, like a neighborhood all, help. Program. Neighborhood watch, like yeah. all gangs. You give a little bit mafia. You give a little bit. <laughs> and of course, you end up taking a lot. Pine is the new front for the neo-Nazi street gang NSC 131, Whoa. which formed in 2019. So it's a four-year-old group in New hmm. England. Uh, they do Hitler salutes during public appearances. Uh, P- uh, Pine is intended as a, quote, softer, more socially acceptable group of neo-Nazis. <laughs> um, the goal is for NSC 131 to broaden their appeal. Hmm. They're neo-Nazis, but you still want to get as many. We're a big tent neo-Nazi. We're big tent. Uh, we're big okay. tent. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Uh, especially, obviously, they want to get with those people that agree with their message. Um, 
it, it is really a horrible thing. In a recent release manifesto, first reported by Rolling Stone, Pine calls for New England to secede from the U.S. Okay. What New do you England? have? They have clam chowder, mm-hmm. clams, lobsters, <laughs> lobsters mm-hmm. and it's chowder, which is all it's the same thing. Seafood. Yeah. <laughs> they have nothing. What do you even do? New England secedes from the <laughs> Union. Texas can entertain the idea because it's fucking huge and it's on the border. Right. 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 New England is going to carve you out. <laughs> you isn't morons. it like a peninsula out there? It is the stupidest. They want New England to secede. And they want to establish a white ethno state. Oh, Isn't good. that called New England? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. How many good. black people is Our there already? Our national food is clam chowder. It's literally, we'll get rid of the red clam chowder. Right. Thank you. <laughs> so one of the reasons that this group went out there to help with their flood relief efforts is because they have a new policy of activism and community outreach. Mm. So if you are in that area, you see something pine, pine's here to help. They are not. They are horrible. They're a cult. They're awful human beings. And this is just 101. This is how you do it. You give someone water, and next thing you know, you give them a gun, and next thing you know, they're shooting on your behalf because they were nice to me, damn it. Right. It is growing all over the country. So there was a threat posted by another neo-Nazi group, and this group is apparently very upset because there's a couple of white supremacists that are being detained. Okay, so they're um, in jail for doing white supremacy For being like stuff. neo-Nazis, yeah. you know, and being horrible. <laughs> not, you can technically be a neo-Nazi. I think it's the actions acting that come. Acting on it, acting. Um, right, yes. So yeah. They're in upstate New York. So because of that, a group of white supremacists have threatened to attack the U.S. power grid. Oof. By, right. um, by I don't even know how they're going to do it. It was a threat posted on Telegram by an unidentified individual. They want the release of two robbery suspects and warn that further attacks on infrastructure will happen if their demands are not met. What is this? This is like a 90s action movie. What is happening? <laughs> they are crazy. The threat includes diagrams of the electrical grid. Oof. Uh, they say that they have the people are taking this seriously because it they seems should. as if the threat is quite seriously. Their demands are, quote, release our men. Number two. Uh, they say, release our men. Number two, leave them alone thereafter. <laughs> right. So, And then they say, these people are so fucking stupid. Release our men. Number two, leave them alone thereafter. Failure uh-huh. to do so will result in more attacks on infrastructure. Oh, wow. More oh, attacks. Uh, yes. More. So they're admitting. It was displayed under the heading Free Doc Grimson and Luke Kenna which refers to an online alias by Michael Brown Jr. 41 and alleged co-conspirator Luke Kenna, who is 43. Uh, They were arrested late last year after Kenna's tan minivan was pulled over by Gloverville's police in New York for a minor violation. And then it found out, then we, then we all found out that they had a conspiracy to commit bank robbery. Oh, um, little charge there waiting for them. Well, you know, at the beginning of the episode, you said they were brave, but I think the term you should have used is brazen. Now no, not brave. Uh, brave. Cowardice. You said you said brave at the beginning. They're getting they're with getting cowardice, brave. You cowardice. said they're getting brave. Not that they are brave. That they're getting right, brave. But right. what what I think with their cowardice. Yeah, and they're getting brazen though. Same was the guy who the FBI just killed. I mean, yeah. The, yeah. the reason this was a very credible threat is because the president was doing his tour out here in the Southwest. He was in my hometown of Albuquerque for a little bit, and yeah. then he was in Utah. So this guy was legitimately about sixty miles from the president at some point, which is why the FBI went and said, "Hey, bro." Like you need to you need to stop what you're yeah. doing. Well, and it's interesting because as of right now, 39 percent of the Republican Party does not accept President Biden as president. Um, and there's a lot of that rhetoric that goes. So once you don't 
Once you completely disagree. Right. He's not even our he's president. He's not even our I'm president. Not my president. From right. there, all of a sudden you flip it into I'm a freedom fighter. And then it gets mm. so perverted where now you want to take away Americans' freedoms by uh, fucking with our power grid and putting right. us under militant right. control. Exactly. So right. it is, right. it's very you love, bizarre. You love the country so much you want to overthrow it. Yeah, basically. you want to just completely destroy it. Yeah. Um, so going back to this man killed in the FBI raid, this is going to be a rallying call for a lot of white supremacists, um, much like Ruby Ridge and things of that nature. Right. He's a martyr now. So now he's a martyr. Craig D. Robertson wow. again. Um, he had a 30 page. There was a 30 page felony complaint. Um, and uh, he says in one of his posts, the time is for a presidential assassination or two. First Joe, then Kamala. Uh, Biden, interestingly enough, was uh, expected to visit Salt Lake City, uh, which is less than an hour drive. Yeah, again, from he was Provo. 60 miles from where a guy was saying he had a ghillie suit and a sniper rifle. Right. I mean, come on. Uh, Robertson wow. posted on Monday. I hear Biden is coming to you to uh, digging out my old gill suit. Ghillie suit. It's that, ghillie that suit? makes you look like, a, you know, the blurs your lines. With oh, the gosh, first. your ghillie yeah. suit cleaning the dust off my M24. Sniper oh rifle. So man, how do these how do these guys never learn? It's like I mean, you guys said the article from Axios that eleven hundred people have now been charged with the yeah. January six crimes. I mean, it's just it never works out. When you try to go up against the federal government, it's like it never works. And you know, obviously, there are issues with the federal government that we want to adjust, of course, uh, uh, address absolutely. But what also is so surprising to me is that they do it for the clout. Mm -hmm. Everyone's in it for the clout. Mm -hmm. This is his version of doing the latest TikTok trend. He posts right. all this stuff on social media. Right. You know, I wonder if Kennedy wouldn't have been assassinated because, uh, you know, Oswald would have been posting so much. Where they're like, Close that window. <laughs> right. You know, these guys are so stupid. Brazen. There's brazen. Yes, that's right. It's ridiculous. Um, so obviously the FBI was like, well, we got to probably should uh, check this out. But the craziest thing is, if you look at his home, it's just a cul-de-sac. Yeah, he's just a he regular lives dude. in a mid, mid yeah. or not Midwest, obviously a, a middle class cul-de-sac. Everyone's got wow. cars. It's just a normal. This is why I've been talking about it for years. The arms race happening in suburbs all across this country. Right. And this guy's just collecting weapons, doing his little drills. And he's just just hanging out in his little community. And in right. his mind, though, he's under threat. In his mind, you know, they're coming for him. That's why he has the ghillie suit. That's why he has all these armaments. So it's what you're saying, Ben. It's yeah. this, it's this mental yeah. state that it's he, putting people in. He he was clearly not radicalized by his neighbors in the cul-de-sac. It was this no. weird wormhole he went through on the Internet. And it is just, it's on the rise. So again, uh, check out that interview on our Patreon if you get a chance. The uh, the Hate Next Door written by Matt and Tony Browning. And as a matter of fact, uh, yeah, check out that on Patreon. And then also in the future, we might have them on this show as well. Because I thought they were just, the way that, they, this is a, it's a structured uh, hate group that goes along many different groups within the larger tent of hate. Hmm. And it's hmm. very solidified. You know, it's a real... Between the Proud Boys, the Oath Keepers, the Alliance, there's so many of them. But Pine, these things that you wouldn't even necessarily think are hate groups. You're like, oh, Pine, well, they're helping us with water. And next right. thing you know, you find yourself in a median uh, Sig Highland and you're like, how did I get here? Hmm. So there's different, <laughs> they're independent cells, but they all kind of align. They're together. They, they align in what they want. They have email lists. They have, they have privates, generals, captains, street soldiers, where they just go out and beat up any minority they see. Uh, it's horrible. So anyway... 
those are uh, real things happening in this country right now, and we've got to nip it in the bud because mm. there ain't no room in America for pure bigoted hatred. Diversity is what makes this country great. That's what Garth Brooks said, and by God, he got friends in low places. That's right, and just another reason why we need Joe Exotic to unite this country. Yep. He can turn all those guys gay. Just bring them in, give them some feed them, <laughs> let them see some tigers. Well, that's probably half their issue. <laughs> let it go, buddy. Let it be. <laughs> all right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you later. Hail yourselves. Goodbye. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Dental Associates of Northern Virginia redefine what it means to visit the dentist. Get top quality personalized support from committed experts who prioritize the well-being and satisfaction of you and your family. Care is centered on a highly personalized treatment plan backed by the trust and support of long-lasting relationships. Schedule your next appointment by visiting dental1-va.com slash offer slash SiriusXM. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts.